Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Southern Fried Podcast, a production of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. I'm Rex Nelson, Democrat Gazette Senior Editor and longtime friend Stacy Hurst joining us today. She, of course, is a member of Governor Hutchinson's Cabinet and Secretary of Parks, Heritage, and Tourism for the state of Arkansas. Stacy, we've shared a lot of interest for a lot of years, so thank you for coming on so we can uh, talk about some of those. It's my pleasure. You know I'm a huge fan of yours, Rex. Oh, I appreciate all you do for Arkansas, so I'm just so pleased to be here. Thank you. You know we are releasing this at the start of the 4th of July weekend, so uh, we'll start on the tourism side. There are a number of things, natural heritage, other things I want to talk about in the next 30 minutes, but we'll start on the tourism tourism side. Are we off to a good start in Arkansas after the month of June? We're off to a really strong start. Um, Good summer. We have really seen people from all over the world discover Arkansas. And there's really never been a better time to be the natural state. Rex, I just got the numbers this morning for our 2% collections. And, yes. and that's how we measure our um, success within Arkansas tourism. And our collections for this fiscal year are 43% above the previous year and 30 3% above pre-pandemic levels. So we have really had a strong fiscal year. We're starting the next fiscal year off very well. I think we'll continue to see people flock to Arkansas, at least for a while, because we offer not just the incredible access to the outdoors that people want, but we offer a really good value. People come to our state parks, they, they go to our lakes and rivers, and they can have a great vacation relatively inexpensively. Mm-hmm. You know, at the start of the pandemic, uh, everything shut down, and uh, you know, I was uh, I was one of those that were worried. We're going to see half our independent restaurants at least go out of business. We're going to see all our great tourist attractions basically go out of business. I think one thing that we learned two years ago was that a lot of people had really caught on to what your department has been advertising for many decades now. Arkansas is the natural state. Let's get outdoors during this pandemic. And it was interesting. I, I didn't start traveling again until my whole family was fully vaccinated last spring. But uh, when I started going out around the state and talking to everybody from outfitters on the Buffalo River to people that rented cabins, they said, well, last summer, 2020 was probably my best summer ever, and 2021 last year is going to be even better than that. It seems to me that in a strange sort of way, the pandemic allowed a lot of people to discover Arkansas's outdoor attributes that might not have otherwise. Is is that the truth? Is that that what happened? That is absolutely the truth. And you can see that across the country. The the states that have access to the outdoors, um, for example, Maine. Maine has fared very well in their travel and hospitality industry. Montana, those states that are, you know, outdoor recreation states. And so, um, yes, we have, we have, survive very well through the pandemic but we are so well positioned now with everything that we have going on the resources the private partnerships that we have to really take this strongly into the future Mm, that's that's exciting to hear because uh, again 
outdoor recreation is one of the things that we have so peddled in Arkansas. For many years, most people thought of that as just hunting and fishing. But now you look at what we're doing and becoming one of the cycling capitals of the country. You look at hiking. And then I can go on and on, as you know, as you can, rock climbing, freshwater scuba diving, hang gliding even, bird watching. We've got places that are truly world-class in all of those areas. We really do. And and I have always appreciated your interest and uh, the way that you promote the importance of the outdoors in Arkansas, because it is so valuable and we, and we really do have great resources. And all of those activities that you mentioned are so important. Another one that I think of right now is private aviation. Oh, ab- absolutely. There's a growing interest in that sort of small plane coming in, landing on a grass strip, enjoying a little outdoor recreation activity, um, maybe camping a night and then taking off. And we're seeing that as a growing uh, sector of our outdoor recreation economy. It's funny you should mention that. I have a uh, column already written in the okay. can that hasn't run yet <laughs> on Oz Flying, what Tom and Stuart Walton yes, are doing in yes. that area uh, that, to promote they, that. So, yeah. They are such great partners in our efforts. Un- um, unbelievable. I... I, I uh, Nick, our engineer, has heard me say this many times on this show because we talk with other people about Arkansas. And I say, look, I'm, I'm not a Walmart apologist, but I, I have fallen in love with what those two guys, grandsons of Sam Walton, sons of Jim Walton, are doing. Because, again, they could live anywhere in the world. They could do anything they want to. Think about it. They could live anywhere in the world and, and adopt any project. And yet they're whole focus right now, Stacy, seems to be on improving quality of life here in the state of Arkansas. You're so right. And it and certainly they're focused on Northwest Arkansas as they should be, but they are interested in the entire state. They are. I, I mean, and, and again, I point out to people things like the $20 million to the Delta Heritage Trail, which we can talk about a little later, or Northwoods at uh, millions of dollars for trails in Hot Springs. So there's other areas of the state which for those of us who live out of Northwest Arkansas is really exciting to see them taking that statewide vision. So the latest project they're interested in is in Mena, Arkansas. Interesting. And there's a, um, a plan, a plan that's formulating now that would connect a city park in Mena up Rich Mountain to Queen Wilhelmina State Park, and it would be a series of trails, mountain biking trails. Of course, nice amenities at the at the bottom in mm-hmm. Mina, close to the historic core there, where they have some great um, a new brewery there and some restaurants. And it's it's you know of course the old staples are there, but it connects all the way up to Queen Wilhelmina, so it'll be a very great amenity in a part of the state that, in my opinion, is under celebrated. Mm-hmm. The Washington mountains over there are gorgeous. I agree completely. Of course, I'm a Southwest Arkansas boy, so I'm <laughs> I'm biased toward that. But you're right. We have, have traditionally put more focus on the Ozarks than the Washtals. The Washtals are different from the Ozarks. They're both great amenities for Arkansas, but I think you're right. I think the Washtals have been under-celebrated through the years. Well, that's exciting. That's exciting, exciting day here. Yeah. I had not heard of their focus on MENA, but I, I mentioned when I started traveling last year, once I got the I'd been off the road for 13 months, so I couldn't wait to get back out there and finally get the whole family fully vaccinated. And one of my first things I did is I had breakfast 
with the Walton brothers, and, and I really bought into their vision. And that vision was this. They said, you know, we see Arkansas to the central third of the United States, kind of what Colorado is to the western third of the United States, this place that you can get off the coast, you can live for much less, yet you've got these world-class outdoor attributes like Colorado does, but you've also got culture. And, you know, we can go into Crystal Bridges, uh, what's going to be the magnificent reopening of uh, the old Arkansas Art Center, now the Museum of Fine Arts in, in Little Rock. We, we can go into all of that, but you've got culture there. As you know, in addition to being into cycling, uh, a big interest of mine, and we'll talk about the Food Hall of Fame later, food, they're, they're into culinary with their rope swing group and the restaurants they do. So they have that vision, and I really bought into that, that, that Arkansas can be that kind of place where people who are tired of the Dallas-Fort Worth metro area, tired of Houston, tired of Chicago, tired of the St. Louis metro area can move to and have a great quality of life. So, yeah, I think sometimes we refer to Arkansas as a well-kept secret, but, mm-hmm. but I think the secret is out, and it got out during the pandemic, and we really do have a window, I think, of three to five years to mm-hmm. really sell ourselves That's to, a good way to put it. We've got world. a window now, yeah. We're doing a lot of really cool stuff in our Arkansas Tourism Department now to prepare us well for the future. Right now, our message, messaging is about value. You know, Arkansas offers a great value, and we've always marketed to what we call the egg, mm-hmm. uh, which is our abutting states. We get a ton of visitors from Texas, for example. But we really want to understand, is our brand resonating as well as it should? And so we're going to do a brand audit, and we're going to bring in partners from across the state, the CVBs, uh, citizens who are involved in the tourism industry, and get some feedback from a professional consultant on that. So we'll be positioned well for the future. We're also going to do a strategic plan because we hadn't done that in a long time and really look at all the assets and and are we using them in the best way possible. So we're doing a lot more research to figure out who really is our customer. Who are we missing? For example, we're marketing directly to Colorado right now Mm. to tell the mountain bikers that, hey, you can mountain bike all year long in Arkansas Mm -hmm. uh, when it gets too snowy in Colorado. Yeah, when the winter's rough out there, come (laughs) Come here. here. So, yes, I think, you know, for the future, we're going to be well positioned to continue to take advantage of, of all that we have here. Back when Joe David Rice was the state tourism director for many years and I was working in the governor's office, I remember that Joe David always had a line that that stuck with me because I liked it and I thought it was true. And he said, a state is like an amusement park. You have to add a new ride every year. Ah, and I, I, I thought like that was that. a great uh-huh. analogy. Uh-huh. Yeah, like an amusement park, you got to add that new ride to keep people coming back. And I, and I look at you know what the Waltons are doing, you mentioned with the biking trails, but I also look at, uh, for instance, uh, you know, the gaming sector. You take what Southland has done, and I just walked through their new facility That's on Saturday. Beautiful. Oh, it's unbelievable. Beautiful. You take what Saracen is doing, you take what Oakland has done. That is at least $700 million investment between the three of those into the tourism sector. 
Then now I'm I'm excited. I, I mean, I don't know that none of us really know the details yet, but of course we've got Johnny Morris redoing the old dog patch property, oh, and you yes. know anything Johnny Morris does is going to be first class. It's going to be golden. You've got that. You've got up in Northeast Arkansas, Galen Lawrence uh, turning Wilson in kind of this model dip community, about to open a boutique hotel, advertising in magazines already all over the country. So you're seeing some pretty good new rides, quote-unquote, right now in Arkansas, aren't oh, you? Oh, no kidding. And you mentioned it earlier, the the Arkansas Museum of Fine Arts, when that mm-hmm. opens, it's going to provide another anchor in our state for people who are interested in art travel and art enthusiasts. So we continue to add to our collection of draws. And again, I think we have these anchors that will bring people here. And then we have to have so many wonderful amenities that they want to keep coming back to Arkansas time after time after time. Mm -hmm. For example, I've been to Crystal Bridges many times Mm -hmm. but i've never really fully explored the trails yeah all the grounds and the outdoor sculptures and whatnot yeah you a frank lloyd ride house i could go on and on all that's out there yeah and you love the food as i do and uh we we need to continue to tell the story of our interesting food scene Mm -hmm. in arkansas and that encourages additional travel so anyway i think we've got a really great and robust story to tell you know, our state parks, as we add them to the mix, 52 of them, we've got a, got a lot that you have to oversee, but uh, I'm always proud to note to people that I joined Mike Huckabee's staff the day he took office on July 15th of 96, and one of the first big projects I worked on was getting what's now Amendment 75 passed, the one-eighth cent tax. And as you know, Stacy, that has allowed us to go from really holding things up with duct tape, which we were doing at that point, to I'm biased again, but I I think maybe you have the finest system of state parks in America now. Rex, I agree. And let me just thank you for your work to pass the one A lot of people were involved in that long before I was. We we just kind of got the governor involved and pushed it over the top at the end. Yeah, And you're right. It had failed once before. It had failed once before. It was do or die. Yeah. And it passed with less than 51% of the vote. But as I reminded everybody on that long election night, all that it takes is 50 plus one, as you know from your years in politics. So well, thank goodness. It doesn't matter did. if it's 51 or 98, it's still in the Constitution, still the same. We have had some consultants that are coming in and looking at our lodging operation and mm-hmm. um, from top to bottom. And one of the, the things they were just glowing about was the care and of our facilities mm-hmm. so that they are in such good shape that there were no criticisms at all. And that is unusual for a park system. And we know that that is because of the one-eighth cent conservation tax, that Mm -hmm. we have the resources to take care of these very valuable facilities. And as you know, and I know you love it because I do, uh, our state parks house some of the most important historic assets in the state of Arkansas. They really do. With the CCC cabins and amenities. And so we are able to take care of these important, important structures because of the one eight cent conservation act. I, I was going to mention that uh, because, um, again, even 
you were at Heritage before Heritage combined into uh, Parks and Tourism as part of the government reorganization. And, uh, you know, that originally was set up. Parks State Parks got 45% game and fish, which has been very important as far as outdoor recreation, got 45 Heritage got 9 Keep Arkansas Beautiful got 1% of that $0.08 cent tax. So you even saw it at Heritage and, and, and the value of it. But I, I was going to say it's not just about outdoor recreation but we're we're preserving our culture the delta cultural center at helena i think of that you had under heritage and then the ozark folk center that you picked up mm-hmm. when you also took over parks and heritage up in mountain view i mean those are two examples one that kind of saves and interprets the heritage of the eastern half of the state and the others that does it for the mountain regions of the state. I, I think both of those are, are frankly world-class institutions in what they do. They really are, and they have such an Im- important niche to protect there. Mm-hmm. Um, the story of the blues, people love traveling for music, and so we love to tell the story of the blues over in Helena. I know you're a fan of the Delta. and. Yeah. And still broadcast the King Biscuit Show every day from the Delta Cultural (laughs) Center. My my Uh, friend Thomas Jacks, I walked in on him. I had somebody over there just a few weeks ago. We walked in so I could let them watch him doing the show. I love uh, that. Well, we're excited about building, uh, finishing the Delta Heritage Trail. We've talked with our friend Martin Smith about a connection on Crowley's Ridge that Mm. would connect along the ridge there. That's another project that we're looking at that would be in the Delta. So yeah, we have not just our outdoor assets, but particularly in the Delta, the story and the culture there, um, I think we have more opportunity to draw travelers there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you take what Memphis has done redoing the O'Harahan Bridge for bikers and hikers and then the St. Francis Levy District opening up its levees to those bicycling. And then you finish the Delta Heritage Trail, and it connects because you'll get those bridges now built over the Arkansas or rebuilt, old railroad bridges, over the Arkansas and lower White Rivers. And then what our friend Robert Moore's done down at Arkansas City, it helps when you're chairman of the Highway Commission, I must say. <laughs> it doesn't hurt, does <laughs> yeah, it? to get some things. And so then you'll be able to ride a bike from downtown Memphis to Arkansas City in far southeast Arkansas on designated trails. I, again, that's I think that, that's a world-class attraction it once is. that's all connected. It is, and you mentioned Southland. Uh, they're putting in a 21-story 21 21 story. hotel. That, that's my current trivia question with people, and they don't get it. I say, what is the tallest building in Arkansas? Where's the tallest building in Arkansas outside of Little Rock? And people will say Northwest Arkansas with all the boom up there. It's in West Memphis. <laughs> so there's one you could that, use that, that is a people shocker. won't get. That. Yeah, yeah. where's the tallest building in Arkansas outside of Little Rock? That, and it is gorgeous. It is as, gorgeous. As you yeah. noted, it, it is a um, very nice amenity for that part of the state. Yeah, so you could stay there and then you could hit those trails and go all the way down to Arkansas City where there's now a bed and breakfast, by the way, even there. So... Um, Uh, Really, really neat things going on there. We'll be back with more of the Southern Fried Podcast, but first, this break. Hi, Rex Nelson here. Thanks for listening so far. 
a lot of the topics we cover here on the Southern Fried Podcast and many more can be found on the pages of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. If you'd like to support this great newspaper's commitment to bringing you the latest in Arkansas news, sports, and entertainment, consider subscribing to the Democrat Gazette today. With your subscription, you'll get a digital edition of the newspaper every morning, along with the latest news and updates delivered to you on an iPad, provided at no extra cost. For just $34 a month, you'll get the same award-winning journalism you've come to expect from the Democrat Gazette, including my three weekly columns, plus exclusive photo galleries, videos, articles, and digital extras all in the palm of your hand. To sign up today, call 1-800-482-1121 or visit us online at arkansasonline.com forward slash subscribe. Welcome back to the Southern Fried Podcast, a production of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Our Food Hall of Fame, I want to touch on. You touched on food just a second, but we're talking about culture. We're talking about the blues or the mountain music, the folk music that the Folk Center does, but music, history. But food is a part of that cultural mix in Arkansas. And I always thought for years that surrounding states did such a better job than we did. We had those boastful Texans down to our southwest, you know, always <laughs> talking about their barbecue. Mm-hmm, we had mm-hmm. Memphis right on our border talking about Memphis barbecue. We had St. Louis and Kansas City up above us. And I thought Arkansas food, not just barbecue, but Arkansas food as a whole, could hang with any of those. Obviously, we had Louisiana talking about their Cajun and Creole food. So, um, you know, I, I had this long-time dream of let's do more. So thank you for when you were at Heritage finally making the Food Hall of Fame a reality. And uh, obviously it was something whose time has come because now we get literally thousands of nominations online every year, and they come from all 75 counties. We, we do. And, Rex, thank you for um, your involvement in it, your leadership in making it happen, talking about it all across the state, because I continue to just be devoted to this program. I think it does tell an interesting and compelling story of Arkansas. And you know, and and I know that it's not just a um, favorite restaurant award. Mm -hmm. It is about the iconic institutions, the people who are really making a difference in the state of Arkansas food industry and celebrating that. So telling the the rich story of Arkansas through food. And I really want us to develop it further, to have a weekend where we bring in lectures, have different sort of ways that people can engage in education, or even I know that uh, the Southern Foodways, they do like an art exhibit that's tied Uh in with their weekend. And I really would like to expand and do something like that because I think we've got so much more to do with that program. I agree. Um, Count me in. (laughs) (laughs) Good. I'll be contacting you about that. I think we could really have more fun with that and do do a better job of telling the story. You you know, and I'm I'm so happy because we have a great example of when you start promoting places 
what happens. And that was the example of what began kind of as a tragedy, the fire at Jones's Barbecue in the winter of last year. It was on a Sunday morning. I had friends over there start texting me saying, Jones is on fire. But because we finally started promoting our treasures, had gotten so much publicity, I had taken the staff of the Venture Center here in downtown Little Rock over there just a few weeks before, and Mimi San Pedro from the Venture Center calls me that morning and said, what if we set up a GoFundMe account to help Mr. Jones? And we had $65,000 in that account within two weeks, $65,000 to help them rebuild And it came from all over the country. So that showed me that our promotion of even these out-of-the-way Arkansas food attractions was really starting to take hold, that people realized Arkansas was a food destination. That is so great. I watched that online, Mm -hmm. uh, made a small contribution myself, just because it is such an uh, an institution for, for our state. And yes, I wanna I wanna continue to do that and tell that story because it does it's a tourism angle, a travel angle, of course, and we love that. I'm a I'm a person that always likes to find the best local restaurant when mm-hmm. I'm I'm traveling. But it but it also is a great educational tool. And I think I think it increases pride in your state. We talked you talked about those Texans. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> they I really, and my wife's one, so I had fun right, with that. What did I tell you? I think having an understanding and a celebration of of your food culture just encourages people to be proud of their state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree. Now back to that uh, Tom and Stuart Walton vision of yes. kind of the the Colorado of the Central Third of the country. Um, again, outdoor recreational attributes play a key role in that. We talked about our state parks, but also falling under your purview is the Arkansas Natural Heritage Commission, which protects just some real treasures. And the state working hand-in-hand with, I I happen to think we have one of the strongest chapters of the Nature Conservancy in the country here, which is really important. And then we have organizations like the Ozark Society. So it seems to me these days we've got a pretty good public-private partnership uh, in, in protecting those kind of outdoor treasures in Arkansas. We do. The Natural Heritage Commission does amazing work quietly across the state of Arkansas. Yeah, it is, they are pretty quiet. They are yeah. pretty quiet. I want them to be less quiet. <laughs> but but Toot they, their own horn a little more, yeah. Uh, they do go about their their work in a very scientific way. They have a great partnership with the Nature Conservancy. Um, One of their most high-profile projects is right here in central Arkansas with Rattlesnake Ridge. Mm -hmm. And that was a partnership with the the Nature Conservancy, Central Arkansas Water, to acquire that. We've also now acquired Blue Mountain to the Mm -hmm. west of Rattlesnake Ridge. And our long-term plan, so those are in conservation with access for some outdoor recreation. But we are working now to create a master plan where we can connect Pinnacle Mountain to Rattlesnake Ridge to Blue Mountain. Oh, wow. And potentially even uh, Two Rivers and Mm -hmm. uh, Little Rock and uh, The Ranch, which is a nature conservancy preserve, and really increase the access to these great outdoor assets. That will be a really huge amenity for the state of Arkansas, for central Arkansas particularly. You know that we 
we partnered with the U.S. Forest Service to open Lake Sylvia and right. Camp Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Campsite. And that, my dream would be that we would even connect eventually, find a way to get from Blue Mountain all the way out wow. to Lake Sylvia. How exciting. Wouldn't that be exciting? It, it really is. So the, the, nat- the Natural Heritage Commission... They are involved in those high-profile projects, but they have 77 natural areas across the state that do provide public access, but they are in conservation for the most part. Yeah. 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 You know, we're about to run out of time. We probably should have made this a one-hour show (laughs) because so many of my interests fall under your department uh, when it comes to state government. But one of the things that we uh, saw happen under Governor Hutchinson is that War Memorial Stadium also fell uh, under what's now Parks Heritage and uh, Tourism, another Arkansas treasure that I've written about. And, uh, you know, I'm one of those guys, probably one of the few that says I have played on that field. I have watched games from the stands. I have covered games from the press box as a newspaper writer, and I broadcast games from the Mm -hmm. press box as a broadcaster. I've done all of that in that stadium uh, through my lifetime. It's such a special place to me uh, and I tell people I said look the era has changed college football has changed we're never going to see three Razorback or four Razorback games a year in Little Rock hopefully we'll get to at least one every year again but the home of our high school championships so forth it's still so important to Arkansas and I've got to say with the still relatively in my mind new press box the video screens everything that's done the stadium, Stacy, is looking better to me than it's ever looked right now. Thank you for saying that. I think so, too. I mean, I grew up going to Razorback games yeah. from Pine Bluff. From Pine Bluff, yeah. And, and so, I, I mean, I have memories of the old stadium, and I think it looks so good now. They've mm-hmm. made great improvements. We used NCRC mm-hmm. funding. You served on that council board. Right. So we've made so many improvements that I think it really looks good. And we also have this great new partnership with Simmons Mm -hmm. to name the field. That gives us an infusion of sponsorship dollars. So we'll continue to stay on top of the maintenance at that facility. And um, we're looking forward to hosting ASU in 25. And, and I'm still pushing for that. That needs to be Labor Day weekend every year. And you've seen me write about it. It needs to be a whole Arkansas festival, Labor Day weekend every year. We have a food festival connected with it, a music festival. So expect more of those columns out of me. I'm, I'm going to keep working on the AD at the University of Arkansas to let that happen. Well, yeah. we would love it. We would love it. And um, Mr. Yurichek was so great to work with us oh, he to extend does a great that contract job. and yeah. land the U of A ASU game at Warmer. Memorial Stadium. So I guess as we run out of time, uh, final message, I I guess travel Arkansas this summer, stay home (laughs) to Arkansas residents listening to this. I Absolutely. I mean, we've got so much to do here in the state of Arkansas. I was talking to some relatively new people in the state, and they had just moved here. And I, you know, I was trying to tell them the things you must see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Buffalo River, it's the 50th anniversary. Take a take a trip down the Buffalo and, and celebrate that uh, the f- America's first river. My, my wife, my youngest son and I, by the way, for Fourth of July weekend, we're doing the Arkansas wine country. Oh, and we're going to stay at Fort that. Smith for yes. two nights. There's a couple of restaurants over in Fort Smith they haven't been to. I want to take them to. So, yeah. Well, I can't so, wait to get tickets to see uh, the exhibit at Crystal Bridges where mm-hmm. they're bringing in our, our national treasures. 
Um, that starts July 1st, I believe, and will run for about six months. So, yes, there's just so much to do here. You can go to Arkansas.com, of course, and look at all kinds of activities to do. And just just know, I want everyone listening to know how hard your public servants work to take care of the facilities, the amenities, to offer them to the public. We're just really proud and passionate about the work that we do. Yeah. And again, tourism, the second biggest part of our economy uh, after agriculture. So that's important. But I want to point out what you do. And I always point this out. If it's good for tourists, it's even better for those of us who live here. So it's quality of life for our Arkansas taxpayers too. That it you're absolutely is on. because, you know, a tourist will come in and spend some money to support um, local restaurants, local hotels, um, builds the local tax base as well as the state tax base. And then they may go back to wherever they are. They may decide to relocate here because they, they love it so much. They decide just to move here, absolutely. <laughs> Which is they fine are welcome. <laughs> they are always welcome. Stacy, thanks so much. I knew this would go fast. Well, thank you, Rex. And again, thank you for all you do to uh, support our work. We appreciate it. And uh, of course, I'm your biggest fan. And, and personally, I have enjoyed our relationship thank, over the years so Thank much. you. Stacy Hurst, our Secretary of Parks, Heritage, and Tourism for the state of Arkansas. I'm Rex Nelson. Thank Thank you for listening to this edition of the Southern Fried Podcast, a production of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette.